Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If a majestic redwood grows in a California forest and there's nobody around, does it make a sound? What does cleaner air sound like? We're the sound of Californians coming together. Protecting our environment begins with a text. Join the movement of Californians saving energy at home. And together, we can take on climate change. Text JOIN to 72222 to join the Keep It Golden movement. Kmart announces the Freedom Store is closing forever. Millions of dollars in inventory must be sold. Storewide discounts up to 75% off. Every department is on sale. All fine jewelry, fashion apparel, footwear, toys, health and beauty aids, and cosmetics are now on sale in-store. Everything must go. Nothing held back. Selling to the bare walls. Even store fixtures are all for sale. Shop now for best selection only at the Kmart store in Freedom at 1702 Freedom Boulevard. It is business as usual at all other Kmart stores. What's up, everybody? It's your boy B. Scott with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we we had great potential. And through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests. And eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, Giovanni Hamilton. Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It's a special episode. Today I have Nick Ertz on. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just excited to uh, see the superstar in action today. <laughs> uh, so, the game. It, it had its ups and downs. Uh, the, the defense. Oh, the defense didn't play very good. The... They they went up thirty eight points and it seemed like every time Ben took the field he scored and that's not acceptable. Um, the offense did okay. Um, Fulgham he oh, he did pretty good. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Miles Sanders did pretty good. Um, yeah, our offense did. Our offense did okay. Um, so I want, I want to say I love Zach Ertz. He's one of my favorite players of all time. <laughs> and um, he's he's one of the reasons why we won the Super Bowl. And I, I it, it he's he it shouldn't be treated like this. And he. I, I think that um, he needs to be used more. How do you think that they can use 
him more. You know, I don't want to say things that um, a coach is obviously going to know more than me mm-hmm. in terms of his utilization. Um, I think they've had so many pieces being moved, whether it be the offensive line, whether it was Miles in the first week he wasn't playing, um, you know, wide receiver inconsistencies in terms of who's playing, who's not. So, you know, they didn't have a preseason. I know there, there, some of them are excuses that all teams have, like, you know, the lack of a preseason and um, in-depth training camp. Um, I think, I think actually last week it seemed like they were actually making more of an effort to get Zach the ball. Um, you know, he had six targets, which isn't a lot, but he's also seen whether it be, you know, double coverage, whether it be uh, single coverage by their best player, whether it be single coverage with a man shaded that way. Um, you know, I, I think right now it's just he and Carson aren't seen eye to eye, whatever, whether, whatever it might be. Um, I'm not, again, I, they, they're both going to know much more than I do um, in regards to how, uh, they get the relationship like they used to have and the consistency of, you know, Zach's a volume guy. I mean, he, he's a rhythm. I mean, you know how it works in sports. You, you kind of have to get these guys in a rhythm. And um, I think if you go back and Zach's now almost seven and a half years, he's in his eighth year, seven and a half years of NFL football, the games where they really get him going early, you'll see it continue. He'll continue to deliver every third down, every red zone target, whatever it might be. And I think, he, uh, just like the majority of players like him, they kind of need that consistency to come to them. And I think sometimes he, you know, whether it's getting frustrated or, you know, the ball's just not going his way after the first half, I think they then try to force it maybe to him a few times. Um, so I, I think I think with, you know, you brought up Travis Fulgham. I think the more weapons that they have that they can institute into their playbook, and uh, defenses will continue to respect other people. I mean, I think I'm a much uh, – I'm not sure how the consensus feels about Miles Sanders, but when I watch him, I'm a big, big fan of the way he runs with the football. Um, I'm not on the side of he is not doing well. I think, again, you have all these offensive line pieces moving around. Carson's doing the best he possibly can with, you know, what's – again, the shifting pieces. There's no consistency, so I think it's been difficult. Um you know, and Dallas isn't out there. So, you know, they thrive on 12 personnel with Zach and Dallas. I think anyone could agree that they're the two best – they're the best duo out there from a tight end position. So when you take one of those pieces out, it, it shifts things. I I think I think there's been a few seasons um, where Zach's kind of got off to a slower start, whether it be, you know, the offensive play calling that game, the game plan, or the defensive game plan against them. And I think, I think starting this week we'll start to see a little uptick in, uh, you know – the chemistry between he and Carson and the targets and receptions. Yeah, I think I think that uh, as you said before, uh, they've been trying to kind of force it. At some points, I don't. You you shouldn't try to force it. I think it should come naturally. And once once Carson and Zach get in a rhythm, now you can't stop them. Exactly. Um. What's it like to be a future Hall of Fame tight end brother? Um, you know, it's it's it's. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not cool. It's it's extremely <laughs> cool. I mean, it's you know, it's just like anyone. Everyone has a role model, whether it be an athlete or someone within their family, um, you know, or a just some just someone who so who takes their job so seriously and does it at a high level. 
even if they don't do it at a high level, the work ethic that you see within your mom or your dad or your teacher, you kind of gravitate towards them um, and try to understand how they got to where they got. Um, so I think having a future Hall of Fame tight end as a brother has just the best part has been able to see the work behind the scenes that no one else sees. Um, again, it's whether it's the triumphs or the tribulations and the struggles that happen behind closed doors, you really get to see the mental aptitude of the player. It's such a, there is nothing. I mean, they train nonstop and they practice nonstop for 60 minutes a week for 16, well, for, I guess, 16 weeks and you got the bye week and then hopefully you're in the playoffs. So it's, it's crazy how much time, I mean, it's just like, you know, you, if you have a test for school, you spend so much time studying for your test, but it's just for like 30 minutes. Um, so you really see the work behind the hall of the potential hall of fame player. Um, and what it really means to be a professional. I think that's the coolest part. I, we got, you know, it's myself, Zach, my, uh, uh, other brother, Shane and Jackson. Um, we've all had a unique viewpoint of, you know, being able to have a role model within our house of how to, you know, appreciate life and go through it, whether it's the ups and the downs. So it's, uh, it's, it makes it more fun on Sundays, but also makes it harder on Sundays. You know, the, the, you know, the, the game where he has 15 catches or the game where like last week where he has one, you know, it's, you feel, you feel the same pain and frustration that they feel. So that's like, you're a little closer. You really, you really do feel for them. Um, when they're struggling and you really do cheer for them when they're, you know, doing well. So it's, it's unique. That's really awesome. Um, what was Zach like as a kid? I think Zach from the age. So I'm uh, roughly six years younger than him. So from the time I can recall, let's say around eight years old. So he was 14. He's always been this way. He has his, his, Focus on one thing that he wants to be really good at has never wavered. He's always been this way. Um, he's, I don't, you know, I've asked him before what drives him. And he says he always is scared of looking back one day, knowing he could have done more or tried harder. And that's what really pushes him. You know, everyone has their uh, reason for motivation. And it seems like from what I've heard from him is, you know, he's just afraid of failing uh, due to not trying. So as a kid, he's just always been that way. The it was schoolwork uh, or sports. He's just always felt that if you are doing something, you got to do it your best. And that was the same. I mean, we, this is always a unique thing from um, other people hear this. We never fought. I mean, it's four boys within a family. And we, I think we had like one wrestling match our whole entire childhood. Um, that was probably because our mom was pretty strong and making sure that we didn't do that. But Zach was a role model. He was, you know, he was quiet. He was reserved. He was always in his own world. Um, and it got to where he is now. Like he, he just kept, he was a straight line kid. He didn't do anything that, you know, a normal teenager would do. He just, he just played sports. And when he came home, he would practice shooting basketball or he would be playing video games with his friends. Like he's just, he's a straight arrow. And um, again, as a brother, it was, it was cool to see that you can really kind of quiet the noise of, you know, the normal teenage life or, you know, the stress of school. He was just kind of able to have the horse blinders on and just focus on what was ahead of him. So 
he's always been, uh, you know, he just, he, he's, he's like you in that sense. Like you, you are so focused. You are 13 years old, by the way, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, you are so focused on doing what you have to do and not a lot of 13 year olds, no 13 year olds that I knew at my age when I was that age. And still now for the amount that I do know, don't have that ultimate focus that you guys both instituted in your daily life. I mean, when I was 13, I was riding a bike, going to get Taco Bell all the time. I like, you know, I was going to practices, but I wasn't focused on that one thing. So, um, you know, to answer your question, he's kind of just like you, he's just focused on what he wants to do. He won't let anything stop him. And he's been like that since he was young. That's so awesome. Um, What did you guys do together as kids for fun? A lot of sports. I mean, we had, I think the one game that we could all recall very well is a game called uh, Don't Touch the Ground. And we had, you know, we had our playroom. Um, My parents, our parents, they converted our garage into a playroom. So we no longer had a garage. We had a big playroom. Uh, put the couches all on the side, uh, and so we avoid so we could avoid rug burns. We put blankets all over the floor, and we got a balloon, and we blew it up, and it was two v two, and you hit it, and you would just dive all over the floor nonstop. And if you touch the ground, the other team got a point, and um, so it's kind of like spike ball. I don't like if you yeah, it's basically like that, but you know, homegrown with a balloon. So we did that. We played a lot of basketball. We went on bike rides. We a lot, a lot of basketball though. We had a, uh, we had a pool in our backyard with a pool hoop, so it was always Zach as the oldest and our youngest Jackson, who happens to be the tallest in the family, standing at about six eight now. Um, and then myself and Shane, the, the middle brothers, against them too. And we did a lot of pool basketball, whether it was the winter and it was freezing or it was the summer. That's that's a lot of the time we spent together. Yeah, me and my siblings, we play the – whenever we have a balloon, we, we play Don't Want to Touch the Ground. It's the best. Yeah, it is. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Um – what other sports did Zach play as a kid? So he, if you look back, and I, there might be an article that you could find uh, way back when, but he was always a basketball player. Um, you know, we were all swimmers when we were younger. That kind of way, that wavered by the time we were around your age. Baseball was important to a lot of to all of us, but again, I think the lack of action in baseball kind of allowed us all to move on from that except for our youngest brother um but basketball was his first love he was always you know the tallest you know he's only he's about six five and a half now but he was about six four as a freshman in high school and you know he was going to tournaments all across california and you know las vegas he was you know southern california when we're from northern california um he was getting small d3 d2 schools to come look at him as a sophomore um playing varsity in basketball um and then it all changed when he met Brent Jones, who was the uh, three-time Pro Bowl tight end for the 49ers and three-time Super Bowl champion. I believe it's three-time Super Bowl champion. Um, when he's playing with them, he kind of changed Zach's whole trajectory in sports. And it went for basketball, and all of a sudden it became a newfound love for football and what he could do. And he kind of forgot about basketball right after that. Uh, that That's awesome. Um, as – as you know, I want to go to Temple. 
and I know you go to temple, and I want to know what's it like to be able to go to temple? You know, it's unique because I just started law school there this year. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of Zoom. We're, it's all Zoom right now. So I haven't been able to get the full exposure, but I love it. I mean, I went to Berkeley as an undergraduate student and it was diversity was like the main thing about it. Whether there's political backgrounds or uh, your demographic, age, race, it was so, it was kind of a melting pot of, you know, learning about so many different people. And Temple has that same, that same blend of different people that can bring value in different ways. So uh, from the student standpoint that I get to meet over FaceTime or Zoom, um, I love it. I think they're great, great people. I'm one of the few people that aren't from Pennsylvania, you know, a California kid coming out here. Um, but I always knew when um, I graduated college that I was going to move out here um, because I spent a summer here and I loved it. So I'm just very glad to be here and be at Temple. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I really want to go to Temple. I'm working hard already for it. There you go. We'll both be owls. We can have <laughs> we can get all the shirts. Yeah. Um. I know you moved to Philly for Zach. Do you like Philly more than uh, California? Yeah. Um. You know, I Zach was able to introduce us to a city like this. Um. Again, it's much different than you know Northern California. Um. You know. There are a million reasons why it's different. Um, but I came out here, like I was mentioning earlier, I came out here for an internship in while I was in school, and it was during the summer. So Zach was here half the time for camp, and he was back in California for the other half. And I loved it. I, I you know, I worked at a law firm in the summer. I also worked as a busboy at night at a restaurant. So I really got the full spectrum of Philadelphia lawyers and then the restaurant uh, scene where it's much more of a real Philly uh, individuals are there. So... Um, after that, I knew I was, I wanted to come back here. I like, I do like Philadelphia much more than I like California. I think it just fits who I am as a person. Um, a lot of people look at me side-eyed when they knew I would leave California, beautiful, sunny California for Philadelphia, but I like the fast paced environment. I mean, if you're not, you, you got to keep up in these East coast cities. So, uh, I really liked that theme of Philadelphia. So I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, Philly's, Philly's the best. It's awesome. Um, what's your favorite place to get a cheesesteak? You know, you're not going to like this answer, but I haven't – I've only been to one place, um, which is roughly maybe five years ago. Uh, I went to Gino's with my mom. Uh, my mom and Julie, it was us, it was us three. And I liked it. I, to be honest, I, the grease really didn't sit well with my stomach. So when we were walking around after, I was not feeling all that great. Um, so I haven't, I've had a fear of going back and trying it again. But um, that, that's the only place. So I, I would say it's my favorite only because of that reason. That's, that's awesome. I, I, think I, I think that's the place that we went to. Um, yeah, I, I was used to all the grease because I get a lot of cheesesteaks. <laughs> I love too. Um, what's your prediction for the Ravens uh, game? And are you and Mama Earth going? Yes, we. after the news today that Philadelphia Eagles are now allowed to have 7,500 fans, we will definitely be there. 
Um, we will definitely be screaming very loud. That's for sure. Um, my prediction for that game, you know, I think I think the best way to put it, especially with this Eagles team since Zach has been here, besides the glorious 2017 season where it seemed like they just, they like hit a gear and they just couldn't stop, um, which was, ma- again, magical. There's not a lot of seasons that we've had, as you know, where there's not a lot of bumps in the road. But they seem to bounce back whenever they have, uh, whether it be the offense doesn't have a good game or the defense. So, you know, I think you, along with a lot of us, are kind of hoping that one day they'll both be, you know, as dominant as they both can be. So it seems like one day the offense is doing well and one day the defense struggles and vice versa. So I think if we can get the the defense bounces back, which is going to be hard. I mean, Lamar Jackson is not an easy person to corral whatsoever. Um, He's, to me, one of the most exciting players I've ever seen in my lifetime. I think the score, my prediction is the Eagles win 24 to 21 is my is my uh, estimation, my prediction that, here. That was kind of close to mine. Mine was 21-17. See, that might be better because the, the – uh, I mean, the Ravens have the best field goal kicker in history, so they're not afraid to to use him. Um, Jim Har- uh, John Harbaugh does – he likes to play a little risky sometimes, but he also, you know, he has – he should, has confidence in his kicker. And we'll see. I I think, you know, with the fans, too, I think it's been extremely weird. You know, when I talked to Zach about the lack of fans, it's, you know, kind of like a scrimmage out there. You know, they have music in between plays still, but I know it's really going to bring, you know, you know how they are at home. They're much they're just like most teams, they're a lot better at home. So it's going to be very exciting to have some of that crowd noise. Yeah, it's it, it was it was really weird seeing the link empty. And I'm really happy that everyone's going back and, I can't wait till everyone can go. I know. It's max capacity, and then I'll be there too. Absolutely. You'll be yeah. there on the front row. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being here, man. Of course. Thank you for having me on. And, uh, again, I'm we're cheerleaders for you um, in the front row as well. Just excited. I mean, it's it, again, it's incredible what you've been doing. It's I, I just look back. I think about when I was – your age and just couldn't fathom having the dedication that you have for the passion that you have. So honestly, it's incredible. And you know, we're here always cheering for you. So if this is Zach's last year, we'll be sure to uh, all get together again um, just in case, but let's, let's hope that it isn't um, so we can still watch them in the, uh, uh, in the green Eagles Jersey for the rest of his career. Yeah. Where can yeah. everyone find you on social media? You, huh? Where, where can everyone find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter. And your mom and I um, are following one another. I think I actually messaged you on your birthday. I don't know if you were able to get it. Um, so I, Twitter is really all I have. I don't really uh, mess around with the other stuff. I also – this after Sundays now with the um, – a lot of people coming down on Zach. I've definitely tried to stay away from it as much as possible because it's not very healthy. It's not It's not a good way to go into the week for law school when I'm angry at all these random people. So <laughs> yeah. um, I try to stay away the best I can. You know, you're always going to have those haters, but me of personally, I, I can't hate on Zach Ertz after everything he's done for our team. Yeah, and we appreciate it. We love the fans that, that, that you are with uh, in, of him. And the other ones that, you know, it's, again, I'm biased. 
but I think I think it's I think he's been an incredible football player for this team and for any other team that may have him one day. So it's a it's a pleasure to watch him, and it's a pleasure to know that there are people like you, Giovanni, and your family that appreciate his presence in the city. Thank you for being here. Of course, have a good day, bud. You too. This summer, Sprite is bringing you the Live from the Label Tour, featuring live stream concerts from your favorite hip-hop artists, including Lotto, Saweetie, and Jack Harlow. Need a ticket? Just buy a Sprite bottle and scan the label. Scan three bottles and see three of this summer's hottest shows. We causing a commotion. Brought to you by Sprite. Get your ticket to Sprite's Live from the Label Tour when you purchase a 20-ounce Sprite or Sprite Zero Sugar at your nearest retailer. Copyright 2021, the Coca-Cola Company. All rights reserved. Be the first to experience Great Wolf Lodge Manteca, your drive-to destination for family fun. Bringing families together guides everything we do. It's why we created the Paw Pledge, our program focused on health and safety so you can focus on your family. Sure, there are water slides, games, and plenty of adventure, but we're here so you can connect and grow closer than ever before. Let us keep you safe while you play. Book your family getaway at the new Great Wolf Lodge Manteca. Use code CALIFORNIA for exclusive deals at greatwolf.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.